listener exclusive. I have a delicious secret. The Limestone Coast's Hidden Secrets. Lowestone Coasters, all thanks to Steel Line Roofing Mangambia, locally owned and operated for over 30 years. Welcome to Ep9 of the Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets. Our code word today is eagle. And that's a hint about what we're going to talk about. I have a very special Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets podcast. And it is all about a very special feathered friend who has been visiting the Limestone Coast. I am talking about a wedgetail eagle who has been calling the Limestone Coast home over the last couple of weeks. A bloke who knows all about it. Ian, g'day. Yeah, good morning. Ian, we're talking about satellite tracking of wedge-tailed eagles. How did you come about to be satellite tracking these birds? Well, I've had a long involvement in in uh, study of birds of prey, and particularly wedge-tailed eagles. So um, the thing that I guess... Uh, uh, the catalyst, I guess, to do this work was uh, that uh, wedge-tailed eagles have been persecuted in some parts of South Australia uh, for, for many decades. Um, whilst that's mostly dropped off uh, to, to some degree, it's still there are still pockets of persecution. And of course, uh, wedge-tailed eagles do face other threats such as wind turbines. Um, and uh, and I guess where we focused on doing the tracking was really the mid-north where we probably have the highest densities of wind turbines, probably some of the um, uh, highest persecution as well. So it just seemed logical to do a study around those areas and see whether we couldn't get a better understanding of what eagles do when they um, leave the nest. Now, tell me about wedge-tail eagles and, and what the birds are actually like. Well, they're... Australia's biggest raptor, so the wedge-tailed eagle, um, that there are 12 aquila species in the world, and of course the wedge-tailed eagle is the uh, the fourth largest in the <clears throat> in the world. So we, um, in Australia, I guess they're they're our major predators. Um, they feed on rabbits, hares, uh, even small kangaroos at times, and uh, and they also feed on carrion. So they're fairly fairly broad in their diet from time to time, but um, nevertheless, they provide a very important uh, role in the ecosystem as um, as predators and, of course, feeding on carrion. Now, Ian, you say that you were looking at the wedge-tail eagles in the, the mid-north area of the state of South Australia. It brings up an interesting point for people as to why you and I are talking, because there's a particular wedge-tail eagle that has been visiting the limestone coast. What can you tell me about this particular bird? Well, it's uh, the, the movements of uh, the birds are very interesting, and pr probably just to set the scene for this one, we... Um, uh, I put trackers on, on two birds in the mid-north. One was a female and the other was a male. Um, one was tracked uh, a bit south of Burra and the other one was tracked a bit further, further north of Clare. But um, the um, male bird is, has done some absolutely extraordinary movements across um, South Australia, New South Wales and, and probably parts of Victoria. And... Um, uh, to, to again further advance the um, the movements, this bird has uh, extended well into New South Wales at times. Uh, this is the male, of course, and, and as far east as Hay on the Murrumbidgee River. Um, but more recently, th this bird has taken a desire to head down your way into the southeast and uh, as far as uh, almost uh, 
South End, uh, Beachport, Millicent, and uh, and then down that uh, part of South Australia, which is um, uh, quite interesting uh, that it would actually go those sort of uh, areas. And Ian, do you do you see birds like this particular bird doing those sorts of distances usually, or or is this a, a pretty extraordinary animal? Well, essentially, we uh, it, certainly in South Australia we had no idea where wedge-tailed eagles go once they leave the nest. Um, there's a lot of speculation about uh, where they go. Um, there's a there's a study in Western Australia that um, showed that they do head uh, fly quite considerable distances uh, in their first year. Um, whether that was a pattern that would would occur right across uh, wedge-tailed eagle populations in Australia, we we had no idea. So, um, so whilst this was a pilot study and only involved two birds, it was a good example, a, a good uh, study, I guess, to to at least get a bit of a handle on what they may do. So. Um, I would have to say that uh, without doubt, uh, I had no idea that the birds would travel to the extent that they have. Uh, and when I say the extent, um, you know, if you consider hay in New South Wales and Murrumbidgee, up to the Streslecky Desert in the far north of South Australia, down your way uh, into the southeast, and of course across into well into Air Peninsula. So. That's an absolutely vast area of, uh, of um, landscape that these uh, birds are covering in their first year. So it's really given us a good indication, I guess, of just simply what they do, how they live, and um, what areas they're really focusing on for foraging and hunting. Ian, I was absolutely fascinated by the hidden secret that is the fact that we've got a wedge-tailed eagle that has visited the limestone coast. The satellite tracking of the the movements of the bird over a six-week period were just amazing, and people can check them out on uh, on Facebook. For people who want to know more about the uh, the movements of the birds that you're tracking and and more about the uh, the program that you guys are, are researching at the moment, is there a way that they can do it? Uh, well, I guess. Uh... Further to what we've been talking about, um, these birds are also colour banded. So um, at the moment, the uh, the female, uh, sorry, the male wedge-tailed eagle is uh, is near Gum Lagoon, not far away from Pathway, uh, Tilly Swamp area, and it seems to have a real preference for that area over the last week or two. Um, but certainly, the bird may not stay there for much longer, and it may uh, move in in either further south or even further north. But if people see a wedge-tailed eagle with a, uh, a band on its leg, a colour band, we'd really love to know that information, where they see it, uh, the circumstances under which they're seeing it. And uh, that information will get uh, fed into this study and will further advance, I guess, those uh, movement patterns that we're seeing. So, Ian, big question is, how can people find out more? And, of course, how can people reach out and contact you? Uh, well, the Facebook site is... Uh, is an obvious one, and um, uh, people can uh, can certainly contact me with specific information about wedge-tailed eagles, and perhaps I could leave uh, a number with you after this uh, this call. Ian, it has been absolutely sensational to uh, to talk to you about the wedge-tailed eagle visits to the limestone coast. Port Lincoln Osprey is the Facebook page if people would like to know more information. We've got details online about that. Ian, thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. It's a pleasure. Listener.